Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Dan Van Kirk. Yes. From Dumb People Town, and we've got Adam from Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Conover on the show this Hello. week. Hello. Good time in Dumb People Town, right? I mean, you like to make people smarter. When they finish watching your show That's what and try to do. listen to your podcast, they try and be smarter. We are going to not be focusing on those people in this, <laughs> in this episode. No, but we are going to focus on possibly the greatest eyewitness to any one of our stories. Mulver. 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 The first story Mulver. has one of the greatest Dumb People Town characters everywhere ever and he didn't actually do anything wrong <laughs> check it out with Allie and Georgia. We don't have a guest today. You know why? Because we have some special stuff for you. We asked you guys like two months ago to send in your ghost stories to us and you did. Oh, did you? And we're going to read them to you guys. And we held on to them like things that you squirrel away. Oh, do you want to do something you learned this week? Yeah, we're going to do a quick something we learned this week and then we're going to do ghost stories. You got a good one? You want to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay, so if you had to guess in the squirrel's mind what percent of the nuts it hides Remembers? Oh yeah. What would you guess? I've heard something about this. Like and dogs too. That no, no, it's mostly squirrels. Uh, they remember fifty percent. Yeah, really. The other fifty percent of nuts are go unclaimed. They have no. They're like. Fuck. You think that they would have like some sensory, nope. like some like internal GPS to uh-uh. be like, this is where I hid my thing. Nope. You know, actually, that you know how birds have a. How do they know to fly in north or yeah. south? Um, there's a little bit of like of. A metallic compound in their beaks that acts like a compass. <gasps> That's how they know where the fuck they're going. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. But with do you know that they think that dogs now uh, poop in the, the, <laughs> when you take them for a walk and they have to like turn and turn and yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's like along the magnetics, like no. something. No, something, something. Where did you hear that? It's like a scientific study, like two weeks ago, came That's out. That's so feng shui. Like Isn't they're that like, oh, I gotta go close to the door. That's yeah. crazy. Like along the axis of the fucking. I'm gonna look Earth's that up. Hemisphere. Or I'm gonna look that literal shit up. Look that <laughs> shit up. What did you learn? Um. Okay. Well, this I was actually going to tell you that this is this is why I want a uh, a um, metal detector is for the the stuff that human the squirrel nuts oh. that humans have buried. I was thinking about that. Okay, I started this project where I start listing things that are nice because um it is super helpful and I hate the term gratitude journal because it's so embarrassing. But I have a so instead I have a secret Twitter account that nobody knows about mm-hmm. and I list all of the things that are good and no one knows about it and. There's, I think I have like two accidental followers. I should probably make it private. But one of the things that I was thinking about the other day enlisted was the notion that there are like so many rusty mason jars that are buried. You know, full of like coins. tree roots, full of and and letters and mementos and stuff. And they're like, I'm gonna bury this I under this it. tree, and we're never ever gonna know what those are unless you get a metal detector. And then we sell a show I, of you with a metal detector. I want it. Can we just sell a show called Georgia with a metal detector and Allie following along? <laughs> and I just have a camera and I go, What you find? You have like What'd a, you find? A clipboard to like write it down. And like catalog it. You know, when I was a kid, we used to. I lived um, on the. Yeah, okay, you the, lived in a good place for that because I lived in the fucking suburbs where nothing was buried. I lived on. We had to cross but dreams a bar, like a barbed wire fence. But dreams, dreams were buried. So many dreams. Okay, go on. Sorry. Well, well, well I wasn't going to say we found dreams. We found cow manure. No, no, no. I'm saying I lived in suburbia where dreams were buried. Oh yeah, That's no dreams are dreams buried. and hopes are all buried right. underneath the earth right. under right next. But you to lived like in a, a cool like. 
No, I lived in the middle of a. I'm. I lived. Um. I had two. We lived in two houses. One was on the border of a national forest, <sighs> and then the other was on the border of my, like untold miles of pasture. Uh, and so we didn't poke around for buried dead dreams, but we did poke around um at cow manure, and we'd try it with a clipboard. I would write down how old I thought it was. <laughs> so I'll do that for you. I'm good at it. What did you okay. learn? Uh, what did I learn? I learned. <clears throat> This is kind of spooky. Okay. Okay, so the world's biggest tunneling machine is yes. in Seattle right now. Have you heard of this? No, what is it doing? They call her Bertha. Huh. Um she is the world's biggest tunneling machine and like you she can get through anything. They're actually they're cutting um rock and soil so they can build a four-lane highway in Seattle to like An underground four-lane yeah. highway? No, no, no. They're like they're they're excavating carving. yeah okay. um and bertha yeah and and so it's 60 feet 60 to 75 feet down oh wow bertha hit something <gasps> and can't move what? and they don't and and her face bertha's cutting face is 75 feet by four inches 70 wait so something feet and by four inches so something there well it's 75 feet wide okay so bertha hit something and nobody knows what it was, and there should not be rock that deep. Um, it's become stuck by an inches? unknown object. What's the four inches? I think it's the thick, the thickness oh, okay, of it. Okay, um, It could be a centuries-old man-made object. No, They're, they don't know what it is. What's it's... harder than rock? Yeah, what's what? That's a good cold? question. Ice cold. could be. I think you know what I think it is. What alien stuff? Oh shit! Yeah, it is, dude. Like alien, it, it can cut through rock. It can cut through like soil and soot and all this stuff, and like, and like you know anything in the way. But it's it's hitting something larger than itself, and it can't break through it. That is alien, alien fucking material. Why can't it? Why is an alien spaceship harder than rock? Though? Can I ask you something? Yeah. Why have we never asked? Why don't? What's your alien story? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I fuck ghost stories. Yeah, I I like both stories. I, I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in aliens. Oh, definitely aliens. I also believe that my neighbors are smoking pot right now. Can you smell Can that? You smell that? Really? It smells like college right now. You can smell it. Oh my god! Our downstairs neighbors are listening to techno right now. Oh, <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Who moved in? I don't know. Yeah, they're they're lowering it smells, the. It smells like my roommate Nick, who used to have. Oh, I smell it. Ricks of pot in. Ew. In the freezer, and I'd be like, "What am I gonna do with, with my hungry man dinners?" I the, can't... the smell of pot depresses me. Oh god, it makes me so sad. It smells like soap. First of all, for well, some reason, I, don't, I hate to say that to all the people who enjoy marijuana, but Georgia and I are just neurotic enough to where when we smoke pot, we get terrified. I wish I could smoke pot. I, can't do I it. wish I had a normal reaction to I pot. So I would smoke it. It'd be fine. I, I'm not. I don't have any. I think... You know how catnip? How does catnip affect your two cats? Differently? Yes, very differently. What happens? Same catnip. Yeah, one goes fucking ape shit. Right. And the other's like, all right, I'm into this and eats it. Like they don't they don't have the same reaction. Yeah. So I think we're like the kind of cats that are like You know what's know funny is like this. I think out of the two people I know in the world that have enough anxiety that should smoke pot on a regular basis no, is us. But it can but it doesn't, anxiety it doesn't work people. for us. It does not like work in, for us. And if anyone fucking emails us and said, Well, you should be you smoking should be sativa, sativa instead of Luca, I will fucking fuck you. kill you. Fuck you. That is not true. As soon as soon if anyone ever asks me if I smoke pot, I'm going, Yeah, you know what I have, but I just get terrified. It's like oh, a living nightmare. Well, what kind are you, you know smoking? What? And at that point I'm like, don't talk to me about purple. And here's the other thing about because we live in LA, so every single person we know including my mother sorry to out her they have a pot card and you can buy the best weed you've ever smoked in your life it's like so good, on a it's tuesday bad. it's so good it's, it's too much i, I, I like in, in a high school i'd like smoke some shitty swag and I'd be like fine it'd be great yeah but maybe like you're now, like crazy magnets how do they work but now it's, now it's like lsd weed it's like 
angel dust. It's crazy. It's insane. Actually, someone, I had a dinner party as I'm wont to do, and I was cleaning up the next day, and I was like, who's, what's this in my freezer? And someone left like four pot cookies in my freezer, oh, no. and they've been in there for months because it's like, I'm scared of them. <laughs> it's like someone left a grenade in your sock drawer, and you just don't touch like, it. Like, what if one day you want cookies really bad and you just eat them? Oh, I thought about it. I was like, how much of that could I eat before? I, I wonder, you crying? could probably eat half of one and be fine. What's your worst pot story? You know my oh, fucking know worst, worst pot, pot story. story. It's the best. Oh, my God. Can tell we, it. Oh. Tell it. Give us an this elevator pitch. The end of my five-year relationship came so when bad. he and I went to uh, California Adventure, which is like the side amusement park to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used to... Um, he used to kamikaze get high, get high kamikaze, like kamikaze me with it by like, I'd look away and get in the shower or something. And then I'd come out and we'd like, and he'd be high and be like, oh. we had plans for the day, you know? So I could either get really mad at him or join in. So we got to Disneyland. Right. Which is what I later did. What you later did. Um, so we're a guy. He was a nice guy. No, he's really great. Chad. Yeah. You're great. We're not talking. No. Um, so he was, he pulled out, we got into the parking lot of Disneyland, which I think has cameras in it. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. Pulls out okay. a pot Rice Krispie Treat from a fucking dispensary, which means it's like high quality shit. Mm. And he, he was such a stoner that he forgot that they said, don't eat more than a quarter of this. To someone who smokes pot all the time. Oh, no. I ate a quarter of it. He ate the rest. Oh. Anyways, the story ends with me sitting in the Muppet 3D movie theater. Um, I thought the government had taken over my mind. This was the end of it. I was going to die and I was paralyzed and I pulled myself out of the seat. Like ran from the auditorium. My purse was hitting the old ladies on the back of the head in the aisle in front of me. And as I'm running towards the the auditorium doors that I knew would be locked from the inside, like from the outside, like they'd be locked. I'm locked in. They're not going to open. I heard Miss Piggy yell from the screen, get her. She's getting away. I heard her yell that. It's the worst. (laughs) And I got outside. Did you cry? I was like, we got to go. We got to go. We got, I have to get out of here. And he was like, no, just, it's cool. Let's just stay. And I was like, you're not someone I can be with anymore. No. Like you need to take care of me right now. How soon after did you break up with him? Like pretty soon? Was that Uh, a deciding factor? Probably like six months after. I don't believe you. I would have been like, as soon as we got on the highway, I'd be like, we got to talk. I spent the rest of the day like, <laughs> under my, my, I went to my mom's bed. Like, where's the safest place I know? Wait, and I went to my mom's room. He quarters of it. How is he doing? He's a fuck, he was a stoner. It was fine. So he wasn't freaking out. You Not didn't at all. Care of him. No, he was fine. You were the one he was having no a tolerance. great time. Oh, but Lord. I'm also, to be fair, I'm also incredibly, I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm not good around crowds as a sober person. So I should have known that I shouldn't have gone to like California Adventure. Oh, I, there's something about if you do pot wrong, it feels like living in a nightmare. Oh my God. It feels like when, you know, and everyone knows you're living in it and it's all on you. It's all the jokes on you. It's real and you're alive. But like I had a nightmare and I told you about this the other day that I was driving down Mulholland and I couldn't open my eyes. And in my dream, I kept trying to force my eyes open and I knew I was driving on Mulholland Drive, which is this windy, twisty Mm -hmm. road. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? But when I've been stoned and it hasn't worked out well, like I remember I was at a wedding. What's your worst story? I think my worst story is I did a thing where I didn't know that it was you shouldn't eat the whole cookie and then I, everything was hilarious for five minutes and yeah. then I passed out for 12 hours oh, so that's I great. dodged that bullet yeah I went into like a coma but this one time I went to a wedding and a friend of mine from high school was like do you want to poof and I was like I'm sure that's the thing about this great weed is that a puff is uh, is insane but the thing is it was in my hometown because it was a friend from high school oh, so, so suddenly like you see everyone for who they really are worse I saw my parents so <laughs> I had to I was staying at my parents house and I couldn't figure out how to unlock the door oh, so no. at two in the morning I've been stoned like four times in my life one of the times was I had to 
ring the doorbell. My parents <gasps> had to come to it, and but I was sitting on the porch, and I was like, "Oh, I'm in a nightmare. Someone's gonna kill me." This is moments before I get killed, <gasps> and then my mom and dad opened the door, and they're like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, oh, "Okay." And I was like convinced I was gonna die, and then they had to talk to me about like, "How was the wedding?" Oh, and, I was and like, they don't—they're straight-laced people. Oh God, there's no way you could tell them. I was like, I couldn't. I've never been drunk around my parents. When I go home, they like offer me a glass of wine. I'm like, no. So for me, I was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. It was terrible. But I can't. I I mean, for every for that story, for my worst story, there are a hundred times that were just I thought I was going to die. You don't do well with it. And and I thought the person I was with, even if they're like my if it was not you, but like if it was like my boyfriend, I'd be like, oh, he's fucking tricking me. He's fucking tricking me right now. And the reality of this whole situation and nobody, I can't trust anyone. Can't trust I've anyone. almost called you late at night and be like, the paranoia. Hi. It's the Can you help me? Every time, every time when you, when we're somewhere and someone offers it to you, it's like this weird slow motion thing where I'm like, no, <laughs> but I don't want to tell you. And then if you ever have done it, you're like, yeah, sorry, I had a bounce. I had a puff. And I was like, I know. Girl. I've learned, I think I've learned my lesson and I, I don't, I, now I'm like, Nope, I'm good. Well, speaking of horror, yeah. So this is a slumber party podcast that um we normally do slumber. Oh party wait, games real with quick, guests. yeah. You, for kids, don't do drugs. Oh, don't do them. Don't do drugs. Honestly, it's a pretty big waste. Have a wine spritzer though every yeah. once in a while if you really if you're, need it. Oh, yeah. But ha- don't have more than don't like, do drugs. Four. Just kidding, not have more than two. Um, <laughs> so we do ghost stories, and um once we asked you guys for all of your ghost stories, and we got so many. <laughs> It's crazy. It's just like a. It's crazy. It's just like a. Um, like in the um, Lucy and Ethel, where the chocolates come down. Oh yeah, line, but with ghost stories. So, um, should I, I, I read one? Yeah, read me one. I we asked for these in. We haven't read them all, and we and e- each of us have read some, and the other. So we're gonna read each other these ghost stories. Yeah, I haven't read some of these. I want to. I want to hear them. Um, this is a quick one. Okay. Okay. I haven't read this before right now. Okay, cool. This is from Caitlin Randolph. She is a darling, and she's a photographer that we know. She's a ghost story. Oh, yeah, I love her. She's Um, a corgi. Do you know she's a new corgi? Oh, I know. Everyone follow. What's it called? I don't know, but it's her profile picture. Caitlin Randolph. Um, Ghost story. Our doormat from the previous owner was there when we moved in. He died. The doormat says leave instead of welcome. (gasps) We've left the doormat for two years because uh, we think he may make us leave otherwise. The end. Okay. That was pretty good. I like it. Um... Do you want to hear from Jack Rudy? Yeah. Jack Rudy. Here's a long one. Another friend of ours. Uh, he's great. Ooh, this is, here we go. Here we go. The ghost of Daisy McBride. He says, I'm pretty sure my motorcycle is haunted by the ghost of its previous Ooh. owner named Daisy McBride. Daisy McBride is my porn name. For real. <laughs> God damn. That is amazing. She sounds like someone who like who won like a, a like a dance off. Totally. Um Okay. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um, I know her name from the old registration documents I was given when I bought the motorcycle at a salvage auction in Eagle Rock. It must have been a violent and high speed wreck, judging by the mangled state of the 1973 what? Honda CB500 that I took away for the cost of the parts. There were no other bidders. Oh. For the next few months, I patched up a broken system one at a time: the engine, electrical, fuel, and exhaust. When I and when I talked to her, usually out of frustration, I called her Daisy. And so a bike should have a name, and Daisy seemed as good a name as any. So damn you, Daisy, you strip bolts bullshit. Would it kill you to give me just one break here? Oh, so he's talking to the motorcycle. He's calling it Daisy. I love so it. Like, Fuck you, Daisy. Your bolts suck. 
Um, he said, I didn't notice the haunting at first because it was almost too subtle, but one moonless winter night, I was working on the clutch with just the light of a single bulb and it was cold. And I reached out without looking with a greasy hand into a pile of sockets and pulled out just the right one. So thanks, Daisy, I remember saying. And the garage cat just looked at me like he knew I wasn't talking to him. So with the right socket in hand, I freed the bolt on the clutch cover plate and I saw a horrible thing. The clutch rod was broken clean through. This is what killed her. Oh, my God. So a loose chain can snap and spin off, leaving a bike without power. But if it flies off in the right direction, one in a million shot, it can strike the clutch and freeze the engine. So, okay. So he's looking at it. He's looking at the Holy rod. shit. Tangled chain and the frozen engine stopped the bike in its track, sending the rider flying into whatever rolling and tumbling oblivion awaited her. Oh! I felt a chill as I touched the cold, bent steel, and suddenly the garage cat ran out into the night. Daisy McBride was seeing for the first time what had happened too fast for her to grasp. Oh my god, I have goosebumps. Daisy McBride what? Daisy McBride uh-huh. was seeing for the first time what had happened oh. too fast for her to grasp. So she would have felt a terrifying jerk and then the flight. But in a blink, it was over. And she'd been trapped ever since, wondering, wanting an answer. And now she knew. She, she knew, but she couldn't move on. And she didn't. I could feel her presence all through the final steps of the restoration of this motorcycle. So the new tires fit perfectly. The, rinse, the rims were great. The engine fired. Um, and he said, in the spring, when the black paint was dry on the tank, I took her for a drive up La Brea to Mulholland, and as I reached the crest overlooking the valley, I thought I heard a sigh from the very light passenger on the back. It could have been a shock coil setting in, but I knew it wasn't. It was a ghost of Daisy McBride. Oh, my God. You know why I love that is because Jack Rudy is like, not a fucking weirdo. No, he's not a weirdo at all. He's like (gasps) a legit dude who I'm like... So I believe that. The person who owned this, Daisy McBride, died on the motorcycle. Yeah. Because of this one bolt, yeah, this one the chain, clutch gave out, and he thinks he heard her sigh. I on think the back it's of the sweet motorcycle. that it's like, fucking. I, how much do you want to Google Daisy McBride's records now and find out who she was? <gasps> oh my god! Also, don't ride a fucking motorcycle. Don't ride a motorcycle what too. Are you doing? Can what are everyone you doing? please don't do drugs and don't, don't fucking ride, ride a motor- motorcycle? If anyone loves you. Stop riding a motorcycle. Stop it. I mean, I understand that you can cut through traffic, but if anyone out there cares idiotic. about you, you could die so easy. I sometimes, I think about things in my past. I'm like, I got, I am so lucky I got out of that scot-free. And yeah, one of them Vespa. is that I rode a fucking Vespa for like a year and a half. Uh-uh. And it was like, sh- real cute, but who gives a shit? And then I even think about like, I used to ride my bicycle around like a hipster and I'm not wearing a helmet. Oh. I don't want to screw up my hair. And now I'm in my 30s and I'm like, what is wrong with That's you? That's your brain. That's your brain. Don't ride a fucking motorcycle. Like it, it's so crazy that you would like lock your car doors, but you wouldn't protect your brain. Ugh. Like you're like, so what if someone steals my iPod? But then you'll you'll ride around in traffic with so no helmet crazy. on the bike. That's your stupid brain. Do you want to hear one more? Everyone, be careful. Yes. Okay. Um, this is from Athena Legrand, who mm. is in LA. She's a hairdresser. I like She's her. a friend of ours. She's good. Um, I have a good ghost story for you. I went to visit my cousin in Georgia. Middle of nowhere. Um, It's a literal ghost town. Uh, They call it Warner Robins. Okay. Um, So she visited her family. They lived in an old plantation house. It was 11 years old. Oh, she was 11 years old. It's a pretty insane long story, but the short version is first night there, the middle of a huge lightning storm, I slept in my cousin's bed. Correction. I laid wide awake in my cousin's bed (laughs) while she was fast asleep without a care in the world. All of a sudden, I heard huge stomping footsteps, combat boot sounding, coming from the room above me. Then they got louder as they started down the stairs and headed down the hallway, headed towards our room. (laughs) Door shut, mind you. (laughs) I am at this time under the covers, pretending to sleep. The footsteps are 
are getting louder because they're headed my way. No door opened. And believe me, in this house, I would have heard the door open. So it walked through the walls, and I assume, I assume, and stopped right next to me. Then I heard the footsteps turn around and make their way back up the stairs. And the next day, I asked my cousin to show me the room upstairs, and there was nothing up there, nothing, just toys. So um, she went outside and found a graveyard of the entire family that once lived in that house, including an unknown buried soldier. Eek! She thinks it was combat boots. Oh my! What do you think of that? Do you believe God. it, or do you think she's was eleven year old and she was uh she was on hallucinogens? Oh, I'll go. I'll give her a pass. I believe it. Okay. What else you got? Okay, let me read one. Let's see. You guys here. sent us some. F- yeah, you guys are stuff. good at stuff. Okay. You guys are good at stuff. <laughs> okay, let me read one that I haven't read before. Okay. What you got? Uh, this is from a guy named Michael Gonzalez. Thank you, Michael. His name is Curious Corduroy on Twitter. Oh. First off, so you, you ladies are an absolute gorgeous and oh. major kick-ass. Thank you. This is the only reason why we do this podcast. <laughs> okay. So, a few a few years back, I woke up during the middle of the night, perhaps morning. Anyway, it was around 3.30 a.m. and during the winter time, and I had a heater going in my room to keep warm. The heater was a green light, had a green light on to tell you... To let you know that it was turned on and it is bright enough to light up the uh, part of the room, which is usually pitch black. Okay. So he's got a heater. It's got a light. Okay. I opened my eyes and looked at the corner of my room that was illuminated by the heater's green light. I saw a black figure standing there. Ooh. I remember being terrified and unable to move. The figure began to move toward me like a cloud of smoke and what? hit my body. What? The bo- My body and the bed began to shake and I was Ew. paralyzed. This went on for what felt like an eternity. I was absolutely terrified. I remember saying to myself in a strong saying... To myself in a strong voice, no. Oh, After no. I had said that, the shaking stopped and there was and the cloud disappeared. <gasps> I was terrified to sleep in there after that. Oh no. A, cl- a shaking cloud? Yeah, that's Do creepy. you believe it or do you think he was dreaming? I've seen that before. You you see the most ghosts and you believe in the ghosts <laughs> the least. Um yeah, no, I, I can believe I What mean, if I'm like, yeah, I've seen some aliens, I don't think they exist. Wouldn't you be like, Allie? Well You've seen aliens. Okay, so my my boyfriend currently has had ha, he and a couple of his friends on a balcony in Brooklyn had a alien encounter that they're Ooh. all like yeah we had this thing what did and they they're see? all like they're all in agreement of it I mean maybe it, it was a unidentified flying object that moved in a way that was not an airplane or not it was it a drone who who knows who knows which is scarier an alien race right or, or just or the drone drones <laughs> <laughs> yeah who knows okay let me read another one all right give me one more okay this is from Jessica Gear. Uh, Giardino. This better start with you people are amazing. Named Jesse. <laughs> okay, here's our ghost story. Okay. Sleeping in the guest room of her house when I grew up in was always odd. It was the only room in the house with wooden floors. There was a big tree outside the window that often beat against the glass and had a sealed secret passageway. No, oh, what? Um, let's see. Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. When I was 11 years old, my bitchin' waterbed was broken. <laughs> Fucking waterbeds, yeah, man. Yeah, no. Whoever has a working waterbed. So bed. cool. And my mom made me sleep in the guest room. I was a little panicky because the room just weirded me out. On previous nights in the room, I had been sleeping with visiting family members or friends, but never slept well. On this night, I was trying to fall asleep in the room where I heard a creaking sound. The noises came in waves. The creaking changed to knocking and a weird sound of giggles. What? I realized all the sounds were coming from under the bed. I no. brought a flashlight into the room to keep monsters at bay. I illuminated the space under the bed no. to see a creepy face. No, you didn't. Then the face started speaking incoherently. That's bullshit. High-pitched gibberish. No. I screamed and woke the whole house up. No. My mother came in and pulled out 
pulled a rather old and definitely forgotten cricket doll from under the bed. Oh. <laughs> she explained that the doll must have been turned on by accident. How, though? The batteries were so old and had, a crust, and had crusty dust on them, oh. and they didn't appear to work anymore. I know, because I had made my mom check. She had to fetch a butter knife to pull the batteries out. Plus, the tape in the back of the doll was all ripped up when we opened the cassette. Needless uh, to say, I steered clear of that room. Oh, hell no. Creepy. Oh, hell okay, go do another one. No. You got one? Bring it to me. Oh, Give it to me. Give it to me. Good Jesus. Okay. Um, this is from Matt Longo. I don't think I know this person. This is on Facebook. Matt Longo says, here's my ghost story. It's 100% true. When I was in fifth grade, one of the teachers in our school died. Yikes. And at graduation that year... Graduation in quotes because he's in fifth grade. What the what yeah. the hell do you graduate from? Like congratulations, <laughs> another year not shitting your pants. Um, okay, graduation. I went inside to get a drink, and when I looked up from the water fountain, the lights flickered, and there was Mrs. Goldberg walking down the hall, floating two feet off the ground. Oh my god! And glowing pale green. No one was with. No one else was with me, and no one else saw her that day, but I did. Oh my god! Look at my goosebumps. Goosebumps. Can I tell you something really Just weird? The notion of that is creepy. What? This isn't a ghost story, but this is like a weird coincidence. Okay. I love weird coincidences, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. There could be there could be up to eleven alternate universes, and we're oh, only for living sure. in one. Of them. We have no idea. Yeah. The whole universe is a mystery. So I've had two ex boyfriends die in car accidents. I know that's still one hundred percent more than anyone needs. <laughs> it's crazy. And in elementary school, the boy I had a crush on that I was in love with that I wanted to marry. His name is David Rapp. Um, died of leukemia in fourth grade. Oh my God. Yeah, it was really fucking sad. Jeez. Um, so the last ex-boyfriend to die in a car accident, Chris, had two brothers. Oh. And their names were David, like the kid who died of leukemia, and my first ex-boyfriend died in a car accident. Oh. Who's, what there was, was just name? three of them, David, Mike, and Chris. And that was exa- that's exactly the, the dudes I know that have died. If those if those weren't the most common names in America, I'd be slightly more... <laughs> if there was, like, Bartholomew... Come on, you only had two other... Like, there, there were three of them. There wasn't <laughs> I know, another, I know. Like, what if it was another name? And I'm like, Balthazar. so I'll never date a guy named... <laughs> Actually, a guy named... Just asked me out. Mm. And I'm like, I think that's a devil name. It was kind of sexy. Mm, not when you're a waiter. <laughs> oh, we should strike that from the record. <laughs> no, leave it. I love it. He, t- he texted me that he's in a bunch of credit card debt. I'm like, I'm never no. even on a single date with you, what brother. What do you think about a dude in credit card debt? Are you okay with that? Not really. I went on a first date and a guy told me he was 20 grand in credit card debt. And I was like, we're on a first date and now I feel bad if you pay. And then I'm going to feel weirder if I pay. What about a guy with I'm a- just saying, if you're cute and you ask me out, tell me that you're in credit card debt later. Would you still date him? I just, to me, I'm like, you have presented yourself to be a tangle of problems. Like, you probably don't even want a girlfriend, and I don't even want to get involved with this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They say, like, someone will tell you who they are, and if someone's like, yeah, man, I want to kill people, like, four days a week, then just stay away from them. And if they're like, I have no, why, what do you think about people in debt? I don't know. I've just dated guys in debt, and I'm like, well, is that a deal breaker? I guess we all have our different deal deal breakers. I've been in debt different times in my life. I was, I mean, when I started my job at the LA Times, I was $7,500 in credit card debt from being a freelancer. I paid it off in the first year I had my job. I'm in debt right now, but not in like an unmanageable way. Like I pay, you know, on a monthly, I pay things. It's not like. I think if you can avoid being in debt, it's good. Yeah. But I'm just saying if, and if you are, you're a human being, just don't lead with that. Lead no, absolutely you are don't. Lead or with tell that. me that like you you make excellent guacamole. Like save the shit of that. Stuff Everyone's of, like, got a student loan or some sure. shit. Or they're paying off their car. Just don't lead with it. I I, I had guys lead with the weirdest stuff. Whatever. Like Anywho, dicks. Wait, we should ask Dustin. Dustin. No, Dustin has a ghost story. 
Dustin, give us a go. Dustin, go- Dustin is our wonderful producer, the Feral Audio, like the like god of Feral Audio. Yeah, he's the love pimp. him. Adore he's the him. podcast pimp. Yes, he podcast and he pimp. has a ghost story he's gonna tell us. Yeah, check, check, Dustin, check, check. Let's check. Let me it. test this mic. Okay. Okay. Check, check. Okay. Is it spooky enough? It is, and it really happened. I do have an alien story too, but I, I've been wanting to tell this ghost story forever. Yay! Like I, I've not even told you in like person like. In our personal lives, because I just always thought I wanted to say it on here. Oh my god, I, yeah. this is perfect. Um, so when I was growing up, my best friend, I, I met him at age five. His name was Sean. Um, and he was like, you know, came from another like divorced home. He had, he was a middle child too. His younger sister was the same age. His older sister was the same age as me. Um, he had this really, his family was like a lot, and he'll openly say this was a lot more like white trash. And Aww, so um, his his mom was like always over the place with some guy, and his dad was this crazy old hippie guy who, in the middle of the woods in Wisconsin on the lake, um, bought this giant house that he was going to restore. Like when I was five years old, he Quote, like had this house. Air quoting restore restore because he ended up would never finishing it. So have you seen the movie like Fight Club? Yeah, you know yeah. that like house they move into. Oh, love yeah, it on Paper yeah. Street. It's Amazing. like it's like that. So cool. it's this big dilapidated house that his dad lives in, and like him and his sisters had to like grow up in half their time. Whoa. And we would go there and like hang out, and it was really scary to like run around. And we, and, but he, some parts of it would be furnished or whatever. So you'd walk in, and there was a little kitchen that was furnished, and in a little room with like a desk because he was like a, he was like a computer programmer. And so there's one, little, and then the rest of it was dark. There was no lights. Um, there were windows missing and all this stuff, and Ugh. there was tarps over it. And like, so he was slowly but surely like sections of them, like the where we watch movies had just like a carpet thrown down with some lamps and like a couch. And then so you, it like even watching movies there was scary. But it's on this big, you know. Uh, lake and it's very creepy and windy or whatever so um but the cool thing was like his dad was always out of town for like work so you could go there and his dad smoked pot so we'd steal like his pot or whatever <laughs> and i think we were like 14 or 15 years old and then it was like after yeah it was like eighth grade or something and sean was like hey we can stay at my dad's house after school tonight so we kicked uh. around the neighborhood till the sun went down and then about like 9 nine thirty p.m we rode our bikes uh to his dad's house this like old dilapidated house that like over 13 years had nothing done to it really oh. and um and uh so we go out and there's no lights on at the house and so it's the, it's it's at the end of the it's at a, it's a, it has a it's on a dirt road in the country so there's nothing for like miles really but there are some houses and then no houses and at the end of the street is this dilapidated dark house that he lives in and his dad had all these crazy hippie friends who would come and have bad acid trips like he told me this story once how he was in his bedroom and he heard all this noise and his dad was sweating and just opened the door and he's like <gasps> he opened the door and he goes lock this door don't open it my friend's having a bad trip just oh don't leave this god. room oh my and god his dad had a bunch of samurai swords so his friend was having a bad trip and he was like in a ball in his room and his friend was screaming because they're all karate guys and was stabbing a samurai sword through the wall oh my <laughs> into god. his room <laughs> and so um that had happened before so uh, we go there and it's it's nighttime and it's just like the moon hitting the lake so it's just enough light where I can totally see him because it's night you know but their moon is out and so I can the front of the house is like illuminated in a way that you know it's like a, almost a full moon or whatever 
And um, so I'm talking to him like out front and we're talking about getting high. And then his dad opens, you know, the blinds and sticks his face. And I'm facing the house and Sean's facing me. So right behind him, his dad just puts his face in the window with no lights on. And so I start saying all this like, oh, did you get your homework done at school today? And I start saying all this like chipper shit mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, his dad's, oh, his no. dad's listening to us. And so... And then, so the entire time we're talking, and then the face just, who's looking right in my eyes, just, it's a human face, just closes the blinds. Nope. And I'm I'm like, dude, your dad's still here. And he's like, no, my dad left yesterday. I'm like, someone was just in the fucking blinds. Uh -uh. Nope. And I, I swear, and I start freaking. I'm like, dude, I'm not. There's somebody was just this entire time no, I was talking no. to you was staring at uh-uh. us. Oh my god! And so we're too afraid to go into the house. So we Fuck spend yeah. three hours outside out front. Well, like, should we go back in the town? Oh. It's the middle of the night. It's freezing. Oh god! And then his older brother was this. His like half older brother was this asshole, like black belt in karate, Sean Claude Van Damme wannabe, like used to kick our like beat the shit out oh of us. Oh god. You know like weird science like that Chet guy? Yeah. Oh Same god. type of guy. Oh, Chet. Shows up in his black pickup truck and he's like, "What are you fucking pussies doing out here?" Oh, god. We're like, "There's somebody in the house, there's somebody in the house." And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing out here? Grab a fucking baseball bat and go in the house." No. So we go into the garage and he gra- we all he hands us all baseball bats. Oh my god. What? And then we go through the house, door by w- closet no. under every bed for 45 minutes. Don't do that. You're the wrong people in the horror film. So everybody's like, everybody goes to a different room. So I'm like poking, you know, we, we oh, you split but, up. We, split yeah, up. He, and he, that's the dumbest. And his brother like, you know, pops out and like fucks with us. He goes, uh, he's like, you fucking faggots and throws the bat down and leaves dick. and he speeds off into the night. What? And so then it's me and Sean. I'm like, all right, man. And I was like, I swear to God. So I was like, I'm scared. Let's just go into your room. So his room is by the front of the house. And which, which room did you see the face in? Um, and so in the front of the house, there's this big archway that you can actually walk into that's kind of like an indoor porch. And then to the left is his dad's room. And okay. then there's the garage to the left. And then his room is to the right. Okay. okay. Um, so then we go into his room and we turn the lights on. We're sitting there. And we just lock the door and we're like, whatever. And then we start hearing clear as day. Nope. Doors slamming. Nope. No. The first door is downstairs. We hear a door slam. No. Straight up. We're like, that was either the sliding door downstairs or there was something. And then at, at, like for hours, we just sit there in silence. Uh-uh. And about every 20 or 30 minutes, we just hear another door slam closer I'm and closer and closer to going us. Going to kill myself. Until the end of the hallway where his dad's room was. We just, it was just slammed. Nope. And we sat there all night, terrified till morning and woke up. And as soon as the sun came up, we like ran out the house <gasps> and got in our Did bikes. Did you hear footsteps or anything? Maybe, but I just, I just will never forget. The door. The door is slamming. Do you think <sighs> someone was there? No. Uh, yeah. Did you ever tell his dad? No, he's not the type Why? of guy you could like what talk you, to. What are you talking about? His dad is aloof. Uh, but, uh, but like, so, um... Oh, it was terrifying. Absolutely. Think about, think about it, George. Okay, like maybe one of his crazy hippie friends was was squatting there. Yeah, total possibility. Also but what? terrifying. But the yeah. face that I saw yeah. uh-uh. was white. Was an old man. His dad had a receding hairline and like white hair. Yeah, and that's the face that you, you know. Maybe my I, my brain pieced it together. Yeah, but it was clear as day. Someone intensely staring <gasps> at me. I can't even for minutes. I can't. And I'll That's and I'll incredible. I'll swear to God it happened and, and it's I not you. It, it, it's like, you know, 
we ta- I thought about it a million times. That's insane. Wait, I can't believe he didn't talk to his dad. I would have been like, yo, dad. Oh, his what dad is bizarre. His family is bizarre. It's like that movie Gummo or something. Oh, oh man. His family is bizarre. I totally believe you. And I don't. And yeah, like the thought, of, the thought of a haunted house is more appealing to me than like. Than like a, a ghost. Dude in your, what about just a, you know what, like a hippie in your house? You know what they no, did I, find uh, in that house later when they're renovating it? What, what, what? They pulled a wool pa- wood paneling back yes. and they found a secret room. Yep. Full what? of somebody's stuff. What? What was, that was that? Like a, stuff. That, uh, like books and like from the 1950s or 60s Ooh, books and pictures that's and all my sorts dream. of stuff. Dying. I go to estate sales a lot and I always, you know, I always wish I could find some, oh, you know, like haunted. the behind. My shit is not haunted. Do you ever, your new mixer. My new mixer, my new fucking stand mixer from the like late 70s Daisy is not haunted. But yeah, I know. Do you ever, okay, I think about this though, because in a lot of places I've lived, I've left notes. Yeah, I did that too. Do you do that? Which mm-hmm. houses have you left? Well, my new my apartment I'm living in now there was um there was a, a hole in the front door on the inside, <gasps> so I I was gonna spackle and paint over it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm yes. gonna leave a wish inside of that door. You did? So I left a wish. Yeah. Did it come true yet? I can't remember what I. Wrote. Oh shit! We're gonna have to bust your. Door uh, in. Yeah, I think I think I wish for very vague things because I don't believe in wishes either. But you know, it was like a. You didn't get specific. No. Like, you're like I'm gonna. Someone's gonna come to my door with a Mars bar. <laughs> No. <laughs> shit I would wish yeah for. so you think about like like an Amelie type of thing where you're like you find someone's someone's little canister full yeah. of marbles and you're like whose is this I've left notes in places I've lived and I wonder if anyone's ever gonna find them but my, I do that stuff too I wonder how many okay so in my apartment right now which has been here since 1929 I try to figure out how many notes are hidden in this apartment mm. and where they would be like who knows do you where know where I hide them where do you hide them I roll them up and I roll them up like a dollar, like you roll up a dollar bill or something, mm-hmm. and then I put them above closet inside the closet, and I tape it up. And so, if you ran your fingers across <gasps> it for some oh reason, I, oh, I did find something in my apartment actually. What did you find? In my in one of my closets, a sliding closet, and it's got like you know, it's probably apartment from like the fifties, and it's got you know, there's like an unfinished kind of nook on the on the inner side of the closet. Uh-huh. So, like if you reached in to get something and kind of went to the corner. Uh-huh. It would be hidden. You would never see it. What is it? But I, one day I was like, there's something right there. I'm going to fucking freak out. And it was a stack of playing cards, old playing cards, oh. rubber band together with like a hair band. Uh-huh. And like the, they were turned a certain way. Like the, the playing card was one of them was turned a certain way on the outside. The one was on the inside. And they were like the hair band was clearly probably from the 70s or 80s. Oh, like wow. it was old. And the cards were old too, and I took it out, and I'm like, I don't know what this fucking means. This could be some crazy voodoo shit. Was there a note in it? No, no. And I put them back. I put them back because I was like, you know what? Put them back. Put them back. I hid a note in a hotel in the Parker Palms. Have you ever? You've yeah, been there. Yeah, yeah. Parker Palms is and, uh, dope. And I went there once. Palm Springs on a romantic getaway with a guy that I ended up dating. And on room 82, we taped a <gasps> note underneath the dresser, the lowest dresser drawer. So if anyone is ever oh! in the Parker Palm in room 82. <laughs> If you un- if you look underneath, like there, we made a note and we we pasted it up there. And what does it say? I I can't remember exactly because it was years ago. But I made a painting for the guy that was eighty two was like a, a number for us. It's mm-hmm. like we were, we had a we had a very good time. The- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you have, what did you got? A lot of good snacks. Is that played a lot of Scrabble. A lot of Scrabble. But my friend Daylin, she she redid her bathroom and they had to tear down the wall and. They found a bunch of stuff. Like what? Found some stuff in the wall. Like Do you know what it was? Yeah. She took pictures. What? 
four empty Modelo cans. <laughs> whoever, whoever made her, whoever built her, her like house, put empty beer cans on the oh walls. Oh my god! Like, Can we DNA test them and see who's the worst? Like, go find them. Find them. Yeah. I, uh, Dad was drunk building a bathroom. Yeah. I hit a note. Uh, and also the only other ghost thing that's ever happened to me was in LA at the, uh, my old apartment at the Shanger Lodge, uh, <laughs> on Tamarine, this rundown old sixties mo- motel, they turned into an apartment building, Love it. uh, unit number one, one seven. I wrote a thing about, yeah, who I was like, cause we started feral audio in there. So we had like, you know, oh. Harmon and Brody and everybody coming uh, over there. So I was like, this is what happened in here. And wow. whatever. But at that place I li- I was living there and it's right on the, it's so close to the one one it's 10 feet away from the one one You can feel every truck and car underneath your feet. Um, so it's this rundown old like sixties uh, hotel that they turned into an apartment complex. So the only this is I'll keep it really brief. It's like uh-huh. three in the morning. Um, I turn the lights off. I'm going to bed, but the light from the courtyard's coming in. I'm not even like asleep. I'm not even like half asleep. I'm on my phone or whatever, and I'm sitting there texting on my phone. And I look under the end end of my bed near the refrigerator, and there is like this. It's like two and a half feet tall. Oh. And it's bright red. It's it lo- it's like it looks like an American Girl doll. Like what? it looks like a doll with a red coat. This sounds crazy. Oh my god! And it's got a fucking porcelain face. Goosebumps. And it's a, it's like wearing a red coat and a, like a hoodie thing over it, and like has hair. And it looks like an doll. And I'm just and I start talking out loud. I'm like, no. I'm like, what is? And so I turn my eyes and I look and I look back and it's still there. Oh. And I'm like, I'm uh. losing my fucking mind. And then as I get up towards it, it's like not there. And I'm like, I, but that was like super, but I was yeah, wide awake. And I'm yeah. like, I'm losing my fucking mind. It was I don't three know. in the morning in the Shangri Lodge? At the Shangri Lodge. Oh, Nobody go to the Shangri Lodge at 3 a.m.? There's a little Creepy. haunted American <laughs> girl Oh my doll. God, that is fucking amazing. Uh, should we read one more yeah. from a person who's that one in? read one more. Let's see here. Let me find one. I wonder how many notes are here now. And I also wonder, like, I rolled up and put one in a Ziploc in one of my last apartments before this one. And my dad actually built our house that we lived in in Tahoe. And he laminated a note saying who we were. Aww. He built the house and it's underneath a tile in the bathroom. Right? They, if they're not, if they haven't remodeled that bathroom yet since 1978 or whatever, they've got some problems. But okay, here, I'm going to find one. Hold on. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see here. This is Claudette Moody. Ooh, already she wins on the name. She sounds like a dead person. Yeah. God, that sounds terrible, no. Claudette. I'm just saying your name sounds like your name is great. Great great grandmother. Yeah, it does. Okay. We're all going to be dead. Don't worry about 20 it. 20 years ago yesterday, I brought home my beautiful four-day-old adopted daughter. Aw. We started to settle into a routine that first, that first week, hers, but I quickly learned how to grab naps when she napped. One afternoon, about a week after she entered my life, I passed my mom's picture after putting my baby girl down for a nap and said out loud, oh, I wish you were here, mom. <gasps> then I dropped on the couch and cat nap with HGTV on as usual. Holla, HGTV. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Um, at some point, I drifted half awake, half asleep, but I saw in my mind's eye a figure next to my daughter's crib. Oh, the figure picked up my daughter and walked <gasps> with her past the kitchen to the living room and placed the baby on my chest. I bolted upright with a start and questioned out question the healthy mom within seconds i rented the baby's room to check she was you know still breathing and she was fine oh god um but i know that my mother who had died in 1980 paid a visit to her namesake held her essence and brought her to my heart oh dear i love you mom oh my god that's very sweet at least that's a nice babysitting ghost yeah who's thrown a vase at you <laughs> um let's oh, see oh man 
Should we do one more? Also, I have to say, if you have a four-year-old or four-day-old baby, chances are you're hallucinating <laughs> kinds of shit. But still, let's see. That's really touching and terrifying. I used to be so afraid of graveyards. I remember there was a, a playground next to a graveyard um, that my near my where my cousins lived, and I I couldn't go to the playground. I was like, I gotta run home. Sorry, gotta peace out. Oh like I had God. a panic attack around graveyards. Um, my gothic friends would get wear a giant black trench coat and sit on each other's shoulders and walk through graveyards yeah, at night and fuck it. with people That's and know. Awesome. You know what would be the best is a um, metal detector in a graveyard. Oh, no. Fun. No, because then you just have all kinds of people's relics on their person. No, just, no because creepy. just the shit that people buried for their family oh, members. Oh, God. I mean, like... Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. Wait, do you have any more uh, ghost stories? No, do you have one more? Um... No, but I'm realizing that I have so many Facebook messages from people I have not responded to. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Don't look at that. Don't look at I'm that. I'm really sorry. Don't Facebook us. Okay, oh let's God. do uh Should we do fuck that? Oh, yeah. Let's do fuck that. Okay. Let's do fuck that. This is going to take us out of the fun, though. No, 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 no. It's good. It's a good wrap-up. Okay. It's a good... Well, my fuck that positive okay. is uh, green shakes right now. Talk about... And my Vitamix. About. I've been decided that every morning I'm going to have a green shake. Good for you. Kale and spinach and these like power berries, but like all the like. It's what like, are these? You've talked to me about these power okay, berries. Okay, it's like a mix of like five or six different berries that are supposed to be like, or like, you know, like there's a mulberry, goji berry, yeah, yeah, those kinds a, of things. Asahi. Asahi, yeah. So it's a mix of them and you put, and you get them at like Whole Foods or whatever for way oh, more money than yeah, you need yeah. to at the bulk bin. I've seen that. I've seen that. And then you go in and they're, and they're like, what, what's the code? And you're like, well, I don't know. You don't write your code on the I, label? Sometimes there's no pen. Oh. And then I try to remember and I go up there and I 1142 and they're like, uh, that's sorry, not it. That's cashews, bitch. And they're like, <sighs> and then they have and to. And I'm like, you know what? Put a pen there. Yeah. I love you guys. I love you guys. But Plus, I... that pen's probably so dirty. I don't care. Germs. I'll write it. I'll write it with blood if I need to. But if I got no <laughs> instrument, what am I gonna do? Um, yeah, green green shakes. I'm super into those. Fuck yeah, those. And I hope they make me a healthier person. Do you, so that what I can you... eat sing, things like lasagna for dinner. Not how feel bad about it. You, how do you feel since you've been doing that? Not a different at all yet. At all? And I'm really. Ho- I mean, my skin looks clear, but I think that's, that's got, great. No, nah, I don't think it has anything to do with that. You don't think so? No, I think. Um, I don't think it's working yet. I mean, I'm sure it's working on the, some level. Tell me, what's your fuck yeah? Um, this is a rando one. Stop reading your fucking. I'm not. Facebook. I'm looking. No, I'm looking at my list of things that I like. Okay. And I'm trying to think of what the best thing that I like is. Um, uh, I'm gonna say the thing that I like a whole bunch is um. This is so dumb. Hmm. This is the dumbest thing, and it's kind of like a health thing. Go. But it's also probably gonna give me cancer. But um. I drink more. I like drinking water. I drink more water if I freeze the bottle with half water in it, and then have cold water all day. Yeah, I but think... all that shit's gonna leach out, and it's gonna give me. Cancer. I have a bottle. I talk have about a... this already. Yeah, I don't know. Let's cut this. No, no, leave it. I like that. I have. I bought a Who new told bottle. Us I was gonna get cancer from that. I think that's I, just known. I can't remember if someone told me in real life or on the podcast. It doesn't matter. Um, no. I've bought a bottle, like a nice bottle that doesn't do that. So maybe you just need to invest in a bottle. Oh, here. Okay, here's a fuck that. Okay. Here's a fuck that I can get behind. For reals. Oh, dear. Get it? Not yet. Okay. Um, do you know Gymnopedi? Gymno... Gymnopedi... Gymnopedi... It's a song. It's a, it's a beautiful piano song. Um, a series of piano songs. I think probably they used it in a Wes Anderson film. But um, mm. it's very haunting and, and beautiful and gorgeous. It 
it works with the whole haunting theme. But um, sometimes I think I'm the last person on earth to use Pandora. I feel like it's the AOL of music sharing. But um, <laughs> but um, I'll I'll put Gymno Piedi for piano station on Pandora, mm. and I'll just chill the fuck out. I should man. try that. I get my shit done. Sometimes you'll just be doing your bills. What? How do you spell g- that? It's Gymno, like G Y M N O P E D I E for piano on Pandora. Yeah, number three. It's like the saddest piece of music. But it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Okay, I'll give them a And this one song came on recently that I became kind of um, obsessed with, which is Max Richter's Autumn Music One, which is so sad and haunting. The thing that I like about it is like you're living in your own... Um, very poignant mm. soundtrack mm-hmm. life. Wes like, Anderson-y kind of thing. so important. You're putting a scarf away, yeah. but where did you wear that scarf? <laughs> what did it keep you warm from? <laughs> Sir, do you, know do you want a, good, a beautiful piece of piano music that always puts me to sleep? Yeah. yeah. A- Aphex Twin, Avril 14th. What? Aphex Twin? Um, Aphex Twin did a record where he built a machine um, it's an electronic device that plays the piano. So he programmed it. So it's a real piano. And they, there's a bunch of videos of it you can watch. So it's this device he did that plays it. So he was able to program a bunch of stuff that would be humanly impossible. Wow. And he, he made this song called Avril 14th. And Kanye West ended up sampling it. It's one I of my favorite pieces everything. of music. But it's mic'd so you can hear while the piano is being played the device like move and shift around. It's an entire record Ooh, like that. that sounds amazing. It's called Drugs, I believe. Do I have to be on them? Yeah, no. It's helpful. Yeah. It's drugs with a K in the middle of it. It's weird. Uh, but Aphex Twin, yeah, I oh, highly recommend. That's, that's really awesome. That sounds that. fun. What's your fuck? Fucky? No, Dustin. Yeah. Fuck no. Um, I gotta. <laughs> I gotta. I'm, I get really. I, this is gonna sound weird. Like Ellie's talking about Beyonce all night. Sorry. No, I'm like. I just don't think that she's a great role model, and like I think she's doing some responsible stuff where she's talking about feminist stuff but i also think it's very calculated and i just think her and people like tyra banks are just like corporate shills that like pepsi owns and it's like yeah i agree and it's hard for me because it's like i get like it's empowering women but it's also coming from a very beautiful rich person that's like has, is very symmetrical and, and is owned by corporations and stuff and i just don't think she's on tumblr i shouldn't be following like teenage girls tumblers anyway <laughs> but i don't think like she is this great uh role model for women for young girls or women. I look at her like, I look at her kind of like a burger. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that, I get why a burger has its flaws, but it's also like that to me, like pop music is like my junk food where I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about where this burger came from. Hmm. But I get it. But I think that, I also think that there's, she has like a certain like powerful ferocity that if any, if any woman can even accomplish what she has. She's so talented. That you're like, I'm going to give it to her. I want to give it to her for that, at least, and say, you have accomplished a ton. You do put out some messages that are very nice. And if nothing else, it's a great album to run to, and that's good for people. So I want to look at that instead of... But I mean, I also have publicly defended some of Katy Perry's work, just because I'm like, you've become an industry in and of yourself, although I find your lyrics and a lot of your image to be reprehensible. Yes. But I also am like, well... If you can manage to put out anything positive or even empowering to people, that's great. But yeah, it's a great conversation. Of like, you know who's even better? What? Dustin, plug your girlfriend's music right now because it's fucking incredible. You plug your girlfriend. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Messick. Um, her band says ICK. Her band is um, called Golden Afternoon. And if you're in Los Angeles at the Meltdown Theater, uh, Matt Bennett's show, I forget the name of it. It's Thursday, February 13th. 
Her band's um, doing their first LA show. Oh, I'm be this, there. There's oh, Kyle Kinane's going to be there. Fuck yeah. Oh, um, going. But I'm like going. Um, 13th. Yeah. Yeah. They're called Golden Afternoon. They're incredible. She's incredible. Yeah. She, she they play like Andrew Bird and she sings like Fiona Apple. But she's hey. like she's moving to LA and she, her band's going to be very very huge. But yeah. Thank you. Yeah. She's, she's very talented. She so you'd fuck that in I, every I, way. I, I fuck that. <laughs> I do fuck that. Ah yeah. Georgia, do you have a thing that you hate? I don't think. I don't know. I don't think so. Any? Oh, what about the hate mail that you got? Oh, I got hate mail, you guys. Georgia got hate Allie mail. and I were on Harmontown, which was really exciting. It's this, you know, Dan Harmon's incredible podcast. Yes. Love and it. I talked about how, like, I hated working at this corporate job I had because I hated being nice in the morning to fucking to rich white men all the time. And being like, thank you. Yes, sir. You know, and it's not like. Okay, this guy wrote me this email being like, you know, not all rich people are white and it's racist of you to say that. And I'm kind of like, well, in your experience, how many of the rich people that you had to cater to were white men? 99%. So then that's your experience. And it's like, I also like, you know, rich black men and rich women. I'm like, yeah. Or like rich Chinese, anything, like, any minority. It. I'm like, rich, yeah, go get it. But like these men who have like been born with this privilege and will always have it and will never understand what like... Uh, you know, a tiny bit of any of it. Was this a rich white man writing you, by the way? Probably. Probably. And he wrote me something about being fucking racist. What a dick. And sexist, which I'm sorry. That's I'm so absolutely stupid. neither of those things. Should I say his name or should I just tell him no. to fuck off? Okay, no, fuck off, dude. Off. Um, oh, I have, a, I have a fuck that. Okay. It's this backpack by Chanel. Oh, God. Oh, that's enough. I saw it and it just flames, flames on the, the side, side of, of my face. face. I was so mad at humanity. It's uh, this backpack that looks like... Um, like someone who lives in Santa Cruz and like who got a backpack in 1994. How did they do that? It's like this, it's like a rucksack, but they made it worse by like doing spray painted stencils like of this Chanel. ugly it's bag. Like, it's like if, it's like if, if Banksy made a joke backpack. I feel like that they're kind of making, I feel like they're kind it's of making fun of people because people are going to buy that. It was $3,400. Holy and shit. And I was just like, I hate everyone. Like, Have I you seen the, the fact that this exists. I hate everyone, but not everyone. I just hate people that would buy that. And be like, have yeah, you yeah. seen the um, the Winter Olympics costumes that? Uh, oh, they're really great. That, what's who made them? I don't know who made them. It's a fucking I saw a picture though. And it looks like a, oh, they're like just... the pattern you got from Michaels. Oh, it's you know when there was this photo of like the Today Show with like a bunch of them had to wear it, like the anchors and like oh, Carson Daly, no. and I'm like, I could see his soul dying in this photo. I love that the Russian Olympics are just already the biggest shit show ever. Oh, God, and like they haven't really begun yet. Oh, it's going to be great, it's gonna you guys. Be great. It's figure skating. Figure skating. Um, well, fuck figure skating in the best way. Yeah, I love it. I'm into it. Cool. I'm in I think it's fine. I see it every time I see figure skating. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go. No, I'm not. No, you're not. Don't. <laughs> I'm never going to do it. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to this special ghost story slash weird information episode of Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. I think it's pretty fun. Are we starting to sound like paranoid people? About what? Starting. <laughs> because of ghosts? aliens and ghosts? No, I love it. Please send us your alien stories. That's gonna. <gasps> that's the next solo is fucking alien stories. Like, make me happy. Allie gets all her, like, goosebumps and shit from ghost stories. And I'm just like, yeah, but but inner ear, like, movement. And yeah. I'm like, the eyeballs. Like, I want fucking, go- I want alien stories. Yeah, but if the aliens are, are government drones, then it's like, this is the start. This I is me you. This oh, is it. No. And I can be like, well, how did the pyramids get made? Or whatever. Oh. Like, Great! I'm so Ghosts excited. Ghosts built them. Ghosts built them. <laughs> they ain't no thing. They'll they'll carry a boulder. What do they care? 
And nothing else to do. Uh, thanks thanks for, for joining, you guys. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Oh. This is Feral Audio. You can go to us. Find us on Twitter, Allie and Georgia, A-L-I-E-A-N-D, Georgia, like the state. Um, also, rate us or subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. Leave us a thing. We actually read all the comments. We do. Because we have emptiness that we fill with your <laughs> words. <laughs> so, Except when they call us racist and sexist. No, look, we talked about him. Yeah. I don't want to kiss him on the mouth till he feels better about himself. Just oh, kidding. Oh, God. I really okay. don't. Well, thanks for listening. And feralaudio.com. <laughs> it's the best. I love it. I do, too. Bye. Hey!